You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay, and in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN GameScoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. I'm joined today by Jose Otero, up, Sam guys? Claiborne, hey. and Nintendo just aired its latest Nintendo Direct. Yep. Lots to talk about here. Lots of uh, exciting announcements. Yeah. I was uh, excited about several of the things announced. We're gonna, what we're going to do is go through all the announcements that Nintendo made today, and then we'll regroup and sort of... Get an overall feeling of what, how you thought the, the presentation went today, Jose. Mm-hmm. Why don't we start with Smash Brothers, the new Smash Brothers, uh, probably the most anticipated Nintendo oh, game. Oh, definitely, yeah. On one the horizon. Of, mm-hmm. uh, new announcement today, new character, Little Mac, yep. from Punch-Out. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're going to actually say it's from Mike Tyson's Punch-Out? I don't oh, think they will say it. Well, I guess Punch-Out predates yeah, there Mike is, Tyson's before Punch-Out. Before there's so they're going to be able to get out of that. So do you think it'll be this model, the one that was on the, the Wii game? No, he's, it's, so he's a little different. He definitely follows the same sort of style of the Wii game. Um, he, he, you know, he's sort of a little more cel-shaded. Uh, but it looks really cool because he, uh, they joke when he first shows up in the trailer, right, that he's shorter than Samus. And so then he winds up an uppercut and just boof, like mm-hmm. sends her out of the field. Like it looked really, really fantastic. How has it taken this long to get a little Mac in a... Well, game. yeah, and he's been an assist trophy, I think. So you've seen him, you know, or as a collectible trophy even, but now playable. Like, that's I wonder if so they're going to play on the wireframe that he was, like, oh, even before he was. That would be a cool alternate Mac. outfit to see him, like, he, float. As but a then was he Little Mac then? I don't know. Maybe that's maybe just, like, wasn't. you, the boxer. Right? I, thought that, I always thought that was the idea. <laughs> like an arm wrestling, yeah. that weird Nintendo spinoff. Um, yeah, no, he has some really cool-looking moves. I'll yeah. say that. Yeah, I think um, I, I can't wait to talk to Tim Geddes later. We'll probably do a Rewind Theater because Tim is absolutely obsessed with Smash. He loves it. And, you know, it's a fantastic series. Sure. But he is just mixing it up with really cool combos, really cool dodge moves around characters. Like, it looks really cool. What does it look like when he jumps? 
Oh, that's a good question. I don't. I, we gotta check out the rewind theater later. Yep, on IGN. Yeah. I, yes. I think it's interesting. I will, well, and by the way, it's coming out in 2014, so we'll be able to see that. So they confirmed yeah. coming this year. Yeah. And I think that was at a different time, but I hadn't realized that. So they're really counting up. You said it was in the investor. Yeah, call? it was in the investors meeting. They mm -hmm. mentioned it at the Q and A after the investors meeting. Like this is a 2014 game. Fantastic. So they're committed. Great. It has to come out. What do you think? Uh, fall, like holiday release? Oh, probably. I mean. It, I would put my money on that for sure. Yeah, maybe September. Because Mario know. Kart's coming out in May. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. They dropped the date, May thirtieth. Yeah. Did they show Little Mac in 3DS version also? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, with the you know the black border. Really? He looked okay. really cool Great. there so too. Yeah, yeah. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Yesterday I put up we, the IGN editors are putting up their top game list all okay. the time. Yesterday I put up my top 36 games mm -hmm. and I put Mike Tyson's Punch Out on there. Nice. And when I was writing about it, I was thinking it's kind of. Uh, Mike Tyson Punch Out was kind of the first Shadow of the Colossus, if you will allow me, right? Yeah, because it's nothing, just boss after boss. Nothing but boss fights. Mm -hmm. That's right. They're all gigantic yeah. compared to you, and each one is unique and has weaknesses that you have to exploit. <laughs> nice. I like it. Let me go with that. That's a great connection. Did you, now, did you include that in your write-up? I did. Okay. Yeah. Cool. People notice it. It's pretty good. Very cool. Where did it rate, though? What number did you give it? So I, I picked my 36 favorite games of all time, but I did not rank them in order, except my number one, which I picked Mario 64. Okay. Good, good choice. Yeah. Love and it. the others are just, these are just the 36 games I like. I really like what you're doing. I don't know if you want to keep it a secret, Sam. Yeah, but, uh, well, it'll be up by this point. Oh, what is it? Okay. Anyway, Sam's picked his 500 favorite games of all time. I couldn't get there. I only did 400. <laughs> oh, no! I realized Still. I couldn't recommend the, the top, the, the, the bottom 100. I was like, I want to be able to like, recommend them all at least. So then you're putting like Jack How long am I going to be scrolling ones. through this article? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't do write-ups Each one, each game is on its own page. <laughs> oh, God. I made a video for each one. Okay. Well, all right. Good. I did not make a video for each one. Anyway, uh, Little Mac confirms for Smash Bros. Yeah, that all the cool. new Smash Bros. news? Uh, yeah, yeah, so far, yeah, just a really cool trailer. People should check it out. Now, I'm a big Mario Golf fan. Mm -hmm. What are they announced about Mario Golf? So there's a, there's a new mode um, that focuses on customization, um, and it seems like it borrows a lot of like stat-based ideas because you customize a me. Uh, so the mode supports me is you customize the me with eight different items, and that affects sort of either the way you putt or the way you swing, like certain aspects or parts of your character and the way you play, which is really cool. And it also, um, what was the name of the mode? I think you might have it in your notes. I'm not sure. Let me check. Uh, Castle Club. That was it. Mm. And uh, it, yeah, it looked, it looked cool for the most part. I mean, I'm not a huge golf guy, so you really like Mario, Mario Golf for the oh, most I've part. I've always loved it. Yeah? I like, this is the 3DS Mario Golf. Yes, that's right. Yeah, which got delayed from last year to mm -hmm. 2014. Yeah. Is it called World Tour? Yes. Mario Golf. Yeah, version. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, um, I'm a fan of like uh, arcade golf games. Not okay. Tiger Woods. So like uh, Hot Shots Golf okay, and okay. Mario Golf. Okay. They're fantastic. And probably the Mario Golf on, what, Toadstool Tour on GameCube was the last one you played? Yeah, I think so, so yeah. I don't think I played That's Mario Golf time. since then. Yeah, yeah. and then there's, the, there's on one on 64. The Nintendo 64 thing, no. Yeah, that was great. They were always good on Game Boy, too. Yeah, well, so there's a Mario Open Golf for NES that I loved, which mm. has, like, Mario characters in it. It's not the first the NES, NES Golf no, game. No, the first NES Golf game is really crappy. Yeah, it's crappy. As I've been they, reminded by NES Remix. Yeah, it's like, this game sucks. Scoop. Yeah, there's there's another NES Golf game called, it's usually called NES Open Tournament Golf or something like that. It's a Longer name, it's good though. Nice. So Castle Club is a mode for Mario Golf World Tour, which is coming mm -hmm. to 3DS. Yes. On good job of date. May 2nd. That's right. Yep. That's also really yeah. That's very exciting. Sneaking yeah. up, yeah, real soon. Relevant mm -hmm. to my interest. Do you think it'll be in 3D? <sighs> I hope so. Is anybody still playing their 3DS games in 3D? I don't know. I had so I many headaches. Yeah. 
right. Zelda I kept it on the whole time. I like Zelda was cool. Yeah. You got the depth of the dungeons. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. You didn't do that, Damon? You know I can't see that stuff. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Sorry. Uh-huh. I have astigmatism too, buddy. I understand. What's your... Uh, you wear contacts in? Yeah. What's your prescription? It, it, it helps me. I'm able to do it. Yeah. I don't have any problem mm-hmm. with the 3DS. I don't know why. Yeah. I just have to cross my eyes. <laughs> sure that's what I look like trying to make it work. Sam's game face is unforgettable. Yeah, totally. Uh, okay, what's going on with Kirby Triple Deluxe? Okay, so that game's already out in Japan, but they're showing... Uh, so that's also coming out, I think, May 2nd. Um, and they showed, basically, that Kirby's abilities are tied... There's a lot of moves tied to each ability. So they show in the, in the footage that they show... Uh, you know, like Kirby's horn that he's wearing. Uh, I forgot the name of the actual power-up, but he can input this. so many different demands. And it's almost like Street Fighter or like a Smash Brothers where, okay, forward and B does this. While you're hitting forward and B, if you hit up and B, you'll do like an additional move where you throw the guy into the ground. There's a move where you'll like, he'll basically get attached to your horn. Uh, but the game itself looks really good. I, I initially thought like, oh man, Kirby Deluxe looks a little bland, but it's yeah. actually really colorful and I've played the Japanese version. Yeah. It's really, really cool. It has a lot of cool modes. Yeah, I like he has this bell attack. He just has these two little Yeah, bells. so you're just slapping them and with like, bells. That's when I started realizing yeah. there's so many moves because the game doesn't like have a tutorial for that. Mm-hmm. I played the Japanese version and that you, you lent me. And it's really funny because he'll go through these like He'll go through, you'll just be smacking enemies with bells and stuff, and then you realize, like, he's doing this super bell attack, and how is that happening? It's because you, like, slide, then jump, then do it. It's, like, crazy combinations. Yeah. Like, I've never, that, that actually changes it up in the Kirby games. Yeah, and, it's still and, pretty easy. Though. And Street Pass will uh, allow you to sort of trade items <laughs> with people, which is kind of cool as well. Um, so, you know, it, it looks like a really sharp Kirby game. Which it is, looks like the camera's sort of in close. You're not getting... Uh, you know a why? Very wide view. It's because yeah. Kirby goes into the background a lot, yeah. and he becomes small, so nice. they have to like mm-hmm. kind of balance out those sizes. Yeah, they play around with that. It's really dope. One level, uh, they just keep going in mm-hmm. almost like three or four times even. Um, so they play around with that depth perception, which is really cool. Did you like Kirby's Epic Yarn? I thought it was okay. I mean, it, it's a, it skewed a little younger for me, but I loved its art style. Yeah. I thought the art style was really, yeah. really well done. I played it with my nephew, and that was fun. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. yeah, my niece loves it, yeah, and she's like eight. Did you talk about the 8-bit keychains? Uh, no. So that's one of the collectibles you get in the game. And uh, yeah, you, that, I believe it's one of the items that you could trade with people, which is really cool too. Um, and you're trying to basically collect them all. And it's cool because in the menus, they sit on a vine. There's like a vine that stretches across the top of the bottom screen. And they just sit there. And when you tilt the 3DS, they move left or right. Mm. It's just a unique collectible, really. Mm. But they have like cool 8-bit graphics and style, which is nice. So that's cool. We're getting both... Mario Golf World Tour and Kirby Triple Deluxe on May 2nd. Yep. Two big right. games coming out that look good. But I'm disappointed to hear that Yoshi's New Island is not looking as hot. Uh, it hasn't to me, unfortunately. And, and it's weird because it's, it's, it's pulling a lot of inf- inspiration from the Super Nintendo game, which mm-hmm. I think, and I think you agree with me on this, Sam, as well, is one of the greatest platformers of all time. Sure. Like, yeah, which original- you can't play on any Nintendo system except for Super Nintendo stuff. Yeah, they won't re-release uh, the original Super Nintendo version. They keep uh, giving us the GBA version, but we that sus- might be jumping ahead. I suspect it has something to do with the FX chip in there. Mm-hmm. That it's hard to, yeah, it's hard to the get program. the emulation right. But emulators like, have been done, doing it for years. But anyway, so you should, new, Yoshi's New Island, unfortunately, like what I'm seeing of it, just doesn't have a lot of like original ideas. They do have this big megaton egg that you throw at things, mm-hmm. um, and there is the occasional like they just announced like there are these flutter wings that you can find. It's an item that will let you fly through the whole stage if it's something you're not really good at. You know Yoshi's fluttering technique because you only hover for a few mm-hmm. seconds when you do it. Um, but it feels almost more like a game for really really little kids, and it doesn't really like sort of. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. The original Yoshi's Island was colorful and it was sort of going for the same thing, 
but it wasn't afraid to be a hard game. Yeah. And I just it, haven't it got hard seen fast. That like by the end of the first world, it was getting pretty yeah. dang hard. And I feel like this, like everything I've seen, and I haven't seen later levels or anything, just seems like big, open, kind of uh, non-exploration-based levels, and yeah. I, I don't get that. Yeah, they also show um, in that in that trailer. Uh, I'm trying to remember. There was one more thing. I'm tired um, of the like the collecting thirty all thirty things for the end of the level. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know. For a game like Donkey Kong, up. it doesn't bother me as much, but in Yoshi's, it just doesn't feel right, and it doesn't feel new anymore. And the 3D sprites that kind of look like the old drawings are just not the same to me yeah. either. Yeah. So I'm hoping, you know, with future demos, it turns it around. The, the trailer they showed didn't really impress me, unfortunately. Um, well, Yoshi's New Island is out March 14th. Yeah, that's it's right. Coming up right we knew that, time. yeah. Try to explain to me what Rusty's real deal baseball is. Oh, wait, is. don't forget Steel Diver Sub Wars. Oh, okay, too. so I'm yeah, jumping ahead one. here. Yeah, no worries. Uh, so Nintendo is experimenting with free games on the eShop. So you'll be able to download either a free version in, uh, in Steel Diver Sub Wars case or a game for free, essentially, in the case of Rusty's uh, Real Deal Baseball. They both almost work like demos. So in Steel Diver, uh, in that case, Sub Wars is played from first-person view. Uh, it looks a lot like the periscope mode from the original Steel Diver, which mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys fiddled with I that too much. I Steel Diver. On, okay. That was a 3DS launch game. Yeah, I, played, yeah. I tried for free, though. Yeah, um, and you basically pilot your sub from a first-person view. And in the original game, you use the gyroscope to move around. So they've adjusted all that to work off of buttons. The analog stick controls like diving or you know, coming out of the water, um, you know, turning left and right and moving forward and back with the face buttons. Um, and you're playing what feels like a first-person shooter underwater. So you're using this, your sub to shoot at other subs. Um, and it, both the free version, you have full online play included in that. You can play with anyone who has the free version or the premium version. So what's the what's yeah. the catch here? What's so the difference? The, so the catch is if you pay for the premium version, you're getting more subs. You're getting crew members who the crew members have abilities that work a little like perks, if you want to say that, um, and uh, pallets and sort of customization for the submarines themselves. And through the premium version, that's your gateway to future downloadable content for the game. Mm. Now, if you play the free version, uh, it's just the free version. So we got to go hands-on with it, uh, mm. you know, fairly recently, and I was able to play it and. I was only able to use one of the subs from the free version, so it's hard to really gauge, like, okay, how will other subs control and feel? But they are going for sort of the, each one is unique and can work a different way. So um, it's different than the general free-to-play model because you actually pay for the full game and then there might be DLC, as you're saying, but yeah. you don't, like, buy each sub one at a time. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, and that was what struck me as weird because... They're also being very careful to not say the words free to play. I guess mm-hmm. you know to them it's kind of dirty, uh, that you know the way that market works. I'm dirty to a lot of us. Though. Yeah, so they're they're trying to avoid that kind of phrase. The industry loves it though. I'm surprised they're not. Yeah, using yeah. It and uh, Wada in the in the investors meeting a couple weeks ago said we we refer to them as free to start, but they didn't want to call it that either during mm-hmm. our meeting. I was mm-hmm. just like, well, okay, so it's a. It seems like the free version is a taste of what you're getting, and if you really like it, you upgrade to the premium version, and it's then like, you get a lot of It's like an extended say, demo. Wait, I want to just say a demo owner. That's a good question, mm-hmm. yeah. So, but the premium version is $9.99. Yes, that's $10. right. So Rusty's Real Deal Baseball is way, I think it's a much cooler model, but it also is a free game that Nintendo's releasing. Uh, so Rusty is a former, is a shop owner who is a former baseball pro. And uh, he loves donuts, and he's going through a sort of a breakup Don't in this game. It has, okay. <laughs> yeah. This, so this was localized from a Japanese game called Darumeshi Sports Shop, which I'm a huge fan of. Yeah. So he runs a sports shop. He invests in video games because he wants kids, it's baseball video games, because he wants kids to play baseball again. That's sort of the hook to the story. 
And uh, he makes a deal with a company called Nintendo, not to be uh, confused with Nintendo, mm -hmm. and he sells you a 4DS. And he's, through his shop, you buy additional cartridges that are mini games that you can play on that 4DS. They give you one for free at the start of the demo version. I think uh, it's called Hit and Switch, something like that. And it's basically just a, a you know a timing-based mini game. You're hitting a baseball, and you're trying to hit as many consecutively as you can, and the challenges get more difficult. Uh, is it like that insanely hard mini game in Zelda? Uh, a Link Between it's Worlds? not that bad, <laughs> no. But they they do play around with uh, with you a lot. Where like, okay, so one guy's throwing the ball at one point, and you just have to hit it. That's easy. Then they'll have three guys standing there. They all pretend to throw the ball, but only one of them actually threw it. So you're trying to like keep up and hit the ball and make sure. That's not a great description, and maybe it's not a great selling point. But the way you acquire the cartridges is really cool because he sells these cartridges for four bucks. And that's real money. Uh, You're paying four dollars of real money. So this can, is like yeah. microtransactions. Yeah, a microtransaction style. But you can haggle with him over the prices of the cartridges, and that affects the real world price of each one. And so, how does haggling work? Is it like a like a, <laughs> a funny like a text ask. treat? Uh, a little bit. So, uh, the way first of all, the kickoff negotiations, you have to give him a donut, <laughs> and once you give him a donut, he gets kind of antsy. And then if you offer him an item that either... Say, I'm, I'm usually feeling pretty generous after someone gives me a donut. Yeah, so, that makes so prices drop like a rock, basically, yeah. once you give him a donut. So but, can uh, he go up over the limit? No, no. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, your haggling didn't work, now it's yeah. $6. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really funny. No, but um, then, he, so he has some problems, and every once in a while he'll slip a hint. If you offer him something that solves his, yeah, <laughs> he can't pay his alimony. <laughs> well, he has ten kids. Like they, he gives you a kid at the start of the game too. It's it's ridiculous. <laughs> are any of the mini games worth like four dollars, or you do you really want to haggle them down to um, cheaper prices? I I mean I think everyone should haggle. I think I think uh, it's it's a smart way to really play around. Are with any of the games worth a dollar fifty? I mean I think so. They're they're you simple. Like yeah, I do. I like I like that game a lot. Um, <clears> you know, again, but they're all based around baseball and. Maybe for some folks that's not a huge selling point because they're either not baseball fans or they're not really into mini games. But I think that the idea of a game where you buy additional content but you can sort of negotiate prices. Like on the Japanese version, he sells them for 400 yen each, which is roughly the equivalent of $4. I talked them down to $1.50 for a lot of them. Yeah, And, and you can do it through coupons. You can do it through items that will fix his problems. Yeah. I still don't understand how the haggling works. Well... I, I got to show okay. you. you. Yeah, you give him a donut, and he just gets all excited. You get a donut from playing the mini games. So okay. um, as you play the mini games, there's like a bingo card, and as as you acquire okay. and have played it multiple times, they give you items. So, so the give more you, you play, the cheaper you can make your games. Basically, okay. yeah. So that's kind of similar. We were on a different game scoop recently, and we talked about new free to uh, not free, well, yeah, free to play MMOs like Wildstar, in which mm. oh. that's not sorry, not free to play, just MMOs where you you can pay for your subscription using in-game money. You're really good. Mm. So there's like these new kind of, that's a really interesting pricing scheme. Also, like with that game, it seems like people seem like they're getting a better deal on games, and that's when people buy more stuff. Mm -hmm. I think that's really clever. Yeah, no, for I think sure. It's evil. I think, I what, think uh, the challenge for Steel Diver, though, is going to be that people playing the free version, I wonder, they're probably going to get creamed by guys playing the premium version. And I think, you know, and again, Nintendo's being very like, we don't want to compare this to free to play. But one of the challenges of that market is, if it's pay to win, mm -hmm. it's not really fun. Sure. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I have a funny feeling that just because it's sort of unclear, they're sort of falling for that trap where I don't know if guys who are playing the free version can really take someone who has the premium version. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, it's still a really cool model, and maybe they should have called it a demo. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. But So Steel Diver is out today. Yes. 
And Rusty's Real Deal Baseball is out in April. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> There's a new Pokemon Battle Trose coming out. Yeah, that, that looked really cool. Um, so have you ever played Panel Pond, Tetris Attack? Yes. Yeah. Um, I forgot. It's I one of my top 400 games. Yeah, there you really? go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tetris was, Attack, I love Tetris Attack. Puzzle League, right? Mm. Pokemon Puzzle League That's is the Pokemon name. version of Tetris Attack. There you Attack, go. That was which the Which is similar to what, what the, okay. this is. Yeah, so it, it basically, it, it, the mechanics of that game work like Puzzle League, um, but there it's is sort of an, a collection yeah, this, aspect. There, there was a pr this was previously released on the DS. So. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and so this now is that a game's more like version. Yoshi's Cookie. Mm -hmm. Pokemon that's Trose. what I was thinking. When so Troze is like now a series, and now the latest one is more like Tetris Attack. Yeah, so it's like match four, right, for each one, and you set up combos. And, yeah, and the combos, and, and, and you, you collect like over seven hundred Pokemon through it, uh, which uh, that's there's cool. some sort of value to that. I'm not. So there's a single player collect Pokemon yeah, yeah, mode. Exactly. I like that. Yeah, Good. while playing the game, mm -hmm. so it's pretty cool. I'll play the heck out of this game. I love. Yeah, it. what's the price on that? Game. It's like that one's seven ninety nine. Nice. Okay. Now my favorite thing to do in Tetris Attack was play against somebody. Is there? a... Uh, you know what? Know I couldn't yet? tell from the trailer. That's yeah, that question on the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. So seven ninety nine. That one's out March twentieth. Yep. There's lots. Of just there's lots of games coming to three D. What are you gonna do with that one cent you save? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I'll save <laughs> it for haggle, haggle haggle. Oh. <laughs> Add funds needed. That's what you click. I'm gonna try to get Rusty down to a one cent for one of the mini games. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, what's going on with this uh, weapon shop? Oh, I like this. Yeah. So it's Weapon Shop Omase, and this is a Guildo 1 game. So uh, people are familiar with Guildo 1. It was something that happened in Japan uh, a couple years ago. And basically, Level 5 worked with some different directors to make a bunch of mini-games, and they sold it as a cartridge in Japan. When those games came to the West, they released them as eShop games. So like Liberation Maiden was a Guildo 1 game, Crimson Shroud... Uh, Attack of the Friday Monsters. Level um, five is Professor Layton's developer. Yes, that's way. right. Yeah, and Winning Eleven, right? Publisher. Yeah, and they also made me. Or Winning, Winning, yeah, or in, in, in Eleven. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, they also make that as well. Um, so, going back to what is Weapon Shop Omase, it is you are a shop owner in an RPG, and you love donuts. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> you don't, but you make weapons for for adventurers who need who are on RPG quests. And there's a fun mini game to it where you're tapping um, sort of to a song to, to craft the weapon properly. So uh, Brian, Brian Altano made me laugh because he called it Weapon Mama or, or, or Weapon Shop Mama, something yeah. like that. But that's the general flow of it. It looks really charming and, and funny, but uh, we didn't see a lot of it. But the concept sounds really cool. Yeah, I like these sort of the simulation games. No. What was the one on WiiWare? Uh, it was a Final Fantasy game where you were like the king. Oh, uh, my life is the king. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was it. You'd send the adventurers out. You weren't, you know, you didn't go on the adventures. Yeah. You sent the adventures out and then uh, reap the rewards of it. And sort of built up your town. Yeah, yeah. And we've seen cool, um, I've like takes on this with RPGs too. There was some I, I, Dragon Quest experimented where you play as the guy who runs the weapon shop and he has to go into the dungeons to get the weapons himself and risk getting killed. It, it, it unfolded like a... The Fable series has done stuff like that. Yeah, they too. did that too. And there was uh, one more. Shirin the Wanderer was another <laughs> example of yeah. that. Uh, and that was on DS and on Super Nintendo, at least, in Japan. So th we've seen this concept before, but it's really yeah. charming and really fun. I like the idea of using the touchscreen for a lot of that stuff. That one's coming really soon, February 20th. Also for eight dollars. Okay. I think it'll be, is it going to be called a weapon shop Omase here? Yeah, Omase. Yeah, so, yeah. Sounds so Japanese. Yes. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Inazuma Eleven. Okay. What's going on? That one's coming out here. Yeah, that is coming out here. Uh, so it was a surprise because late last year, uh, Nintendo had a mess, a uh, screw up on their website, uh, Nintendo of America's website, where it was listed, and then they quickly took it down. And like, nope. We have nothing to say about this. And so it's announced now. It's coming out. They didn't say which Inazuma 11 it's based off of in the presentation, 
but it's directly to eShop, and it looks like a really cool RPG. I mean, it's a soccer RPG for people yeah. who know that. Folks overseas know. Like, so it's, it's like a, football a manager, right? Game. A little bit, but there's more of a there's. It's it, it's also a lot of RPG like stat building and things like that. Um, special moves and wacky, crazy abilities. Like Shaolin soccer. Maybe, yeah, that might be a better yeah, descriptor. So there's this guy that owns a soccer shop, right? <laughs> <laughs> he likes donuts. Inazuma <laughs> uh, Eleven's been out in Japan for a long time. Right? Yeah, is, is this the eleventh in the series, or is this what the, the series? No, is called? the series just been called that, but it's okay. also out in Europe as well. But they've had so many, so I really, I, I'd like, I'd love to know which one this is based off of, basically. Yeah. But it looked pretty cool. That one's out today too. Yep. Yeah. E-shop only, not in stores. Now this one, I'm really super excited about because I love NES Remix. Here you go. How awesome is NES Remix? Yes. My favorites. NES Remix I too. came up with like 15 games I want to be in it, and apparently most of them are. It's really, really good. Yeah, yeah, so uh, NES, NES Remix, Remix 2 is coming two. April 25th. Yeah, um, and they've got, uh, so I don't have the full list with me, which is unfortunate, but I saw uh, from the screens they had in the presentation, right, uh, Wario's Woods, um, which maybe that's not something we're excited about. <laughs> Ice hockey, Mario Two, Mario yeah, Two Lost Levels, yeah, uh, yeah. the one Japan got. Mario Three, so good. Zelda Two, Metroid, Adventure of Link, Metroid, yeah, Punch Out. Yeah, great. I remember that too. Punch Out was in there. Yeah, you were telling me about, about a remix Dream. with Metroid and Mario Brothers. Yeah, that was really fun. Uh, where uh, yeah, Samus is using her bombs to uh, bomb Mario blocks and get coins. It was oh, really strange. Oh, it's so cool! Yeah, I yeah. cannot wait. Yes. I just can't believe we're getting it already. It's so awesome. I know. I was, I was so wondering, like, did that mean it did well? Who knows? Yeah, it's still fifteen bucks, so they must it must have done well, or because uh, they didn't change the pricing. Which everybody I, was I knew bought wondering it. Wondering about it. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, honestly, you know, this must be something really easy for Nintendo to turn around and do for the most part. I mean, the guy who was involved with the creation of the first one, I think it's Yashida. He was one of the director co-directors on Super Mario 3D World, and he was a director on 3D Land. You know, he posts on Miiverse, and it seems like they're having a lot of fun with this. You know, he also made a... Retro Game Challenge. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, no, that was that was the studio that developed Did NES develop. Remix. Oh, you're saying but, uh, this guy, though. What yeah. was the additional mode in 3D World that you unlocked with Luigi? New Super Luigi Brothers, was uh, it? Yeah, it was just, no, Luigi Bros. Yeah, Luigi Bros, that's yeah. right. Yeah, he was also behind that. And similar to that, which is just Luigi in the original Mario Brothers game, the arcade game ported to NES, in this, apparently there's a Mario... That's uh, Super Luigi Brothers. That's completely yeah, that's right. the entire Super Mario Brothers one backwards with Luigi. Yeah, the there's that level game? facing yeah. the other way, basically. Because you know, there's that one level right. in Remix. Yeah, this is the entire game. The whole what? game that way. Yeah, and it comes with NES Remix too. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Must have. I love it. You excited? I'm really excited. I love their ROM hack department. It's my favorite <laughs> thing about Nintendo now. They're like, well, we can sell you our old games for eight bucks, or we can make them interesting in these like little packages and change them up a whole lot. Like that's yeah. that's what gets me. I love yeah. that. I'd rather have that than virtual console games because I have all these games. Yeah, I hope I didn't get the guy's name wrong. I think it's Hayashida or Yashida. I apologize for that, but it's really cool that you know they're experimenting and playing around with that because their classic library is something we all really like, right? For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Speaking of virtual console, Game Boy Advance games are coming. Mm-hmm. Is it the first time that they're going to be available? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so Game Boy Advance games prior to that were Ambassador games. We had 10 of them um, back when the th- 3DS was not doing so hot, and uh, they lowered the price, and it was sort of an apology to fans. Mm. This time, it's on Wii U. They announced three games, right? So what? Metroid Fusion, mm-hmm. Mario & Luigi Superstar Saga, and Yoshi's Island. Which we were talking uh, about earlier. So the yeah. Game Boy Advance version of it. Yeah, which is not the best port of it. It's so unfortunate that Nintendo. And why? It's because it's zoomed one. in a little bit. Mm-hmm. It cuts off, you know, a they lot of the They gave Yoshi a voice that's really annoying. Oh, that's right. Remember yeah, that? The, uh, 
Joshi yeah. Boy stuff. Yeah, even like effects like Touch Fuzzy Get Dizzy, where like the levels just like morph and go it's all crazy. <laughs> On the GVA port, it just doesn't look amazing. Mm. However, there's still a lot of reason to be excited. I think just playing some GVA games again will be really fun. Especially well, if they look nice, you know? Like, yeah. But Sam, we know the best way to play GBA games is through your Super Nintendo. That's right. That's right. What's that thing called? Uh, it's the adapter for the Super Retron. Uh, sorry, not Retron. The Retro Trio 3. Yeah. Okay. The company that makes it is RetroBit. Yeah. Okay. And that thing's, I believe, called the GBA Bit or something. But look up Retro bit GBA adapter because this thing allows you to play GBA games in your Super Nintendo. Nice. Like you just stick it in yeah, there yeah. and you put a GBA game in and you can play it. Like it's like the Game Boy Player for GameCube yeah. but yeah. More, many more people probably have a Super Nintendo. Yeah, they sell some of those in, know J- in Japan when I was there last where they had one where you can play Genesis games on a Super Nintendo and my friend what? was like this is black magic. This is not Okay. Yeah, it's definitely like, sorcery. Is, yeah, this is gross. And if that was possible then then I would have kept my Super Nintendo yeah. you know plugged in for yeah. the next 10 years after I retired mm-hmm. it. I wonder yeah. how these Game Boy Advance games will look on the virtual console, like yeah. on my TV. I wonder, I, I'm really curious about that. Yeah, no, you, you brought up some They don't look so concerns. hot on the 3DS. Yeah, and What's uh, no, they or didn't the actually. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. They, they, there was sort of a fuzzy kind of look to it. And I hope, I don't because know. Because the resolutions weren't able to match precisely. Yeah, yeah, but I'm one of those people who I don't mind pixelization so much. No. And maybe they should do like what Capcom does with some of their re-released fighters, right? Where they let you choose, okay, do you want like a crisp look to this? Do you want a yeah. smoothed out yeah. look? Yeah, or you know, there are different with visual filters. Filter. They, and they, they'll, they'll yeah. frame it in like an arcade cabinet. Yeah, the whole virtual even, uh, console needs that. Yeah, Yeah. Um, you know when Sega did those, uh, uh, the vision within Sega, I think it's AM2, they did um, those re-released um, Sega games, like they had uh, Space Harrier, they had a bunch of stuff, this is on 3DS. They had crazy emulation options in that thing. Like you can pick what version of the Genesis you were using. Like it was really. And then cool. there's those ones where it's like the the actual bike from the arcade game. I think that was Sega also, right? Yeah, yeah. They like like Hang On or something, and it would like have like this like full like setup of the arcade game, and you could actually tilt it. It was crazy. Some good emulation people out there, but uh, yeah. I'd still rather have a remix, frankly. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Game Boy Advance remix. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, that would Super be cool. Remix. Yeah. Oh, they're all, they all sound amazing. Can you imagine a Nintendo 64 remix? Hopefully they'll do that. Yeah. So cool. Uh, anyway, Game Boy Advance games are coming to the Virtual Console this spring. Yes. Uh, we don't have an exact date for it yet. Yeah, <coughs> starting April, though. We got a month. Yeah. Is there prices? No. Okay. No prices. What, you now, want prices? <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah. You just haggle them down. Yeah, 150. Just knock up on donuts. <laughs> now, Mario Kart 8. Oh, yeah. Looking really good. Looked really great. Trailer looked amazing. Uh, from what, from just a quick glance, it looked like all new stages. Um, one of them looked like a carnival. Like There was a big Ferris wheel with a big Wario W on it. I wasn't sure if the whole carnival was a Wario-themed carnival or just a Nintendo Land-style thing. Me and Sam mm-hmm. were talking about that. Um, one of the levels, too, if you look in the background, you see sort of... Um, you know how when they recreate the original carts from Super Mario Kart... They have those blocks in the background that are like red, yellow, blue. Mm-hmm. It almost looks like a little Lego playset. They had sort of that theme, but then it had, again, like the zero-G, hey, we're floating on platforms that are like sideways and different directions. Looks amazing. And they announced the Koopalings mm-hmm. are playable. All seven of them. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You know that they're named after 80s rock and roll or early rock and roll icons, like Wendy O is the Wendy O from the Plasmatics, Iggy is Iggy mm. Pop, Lemmy is Lemmy from Motorhead. They're all based on... What about Ludwig van Koopa? Beethoven. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's not rock. <laughs> They're all based on musicians. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty cool. 
That's really interesting. Mm -hmm. yeah, I, know. I wouldn't peg I wouldn't peg Miyamoto as like a punk rock guy. Yeah. I think he's like a doesn't he play banjo? Yeah. Well, you know, localizers. I mean, the, the, there's and been arguments Martin. for years, right? About those were Bowser's kids because <laughs> the manual said so, and I was like, no, that was localization. They just yeah. kind of ran with it. Um, They're not Bowser's kids. No, I don't think so. Well, who, Bowser like, doesn't have kids. He has the he has Koopa kid. I don't know. They seem like they're they're described <laughs> right. now as Bowser's minions. I don't know, they look, there's a striking resemblance. Oh, they all oh, kind of yeah. look like a family. Well, in the cartoon, they're his kids. Yeah, if they're his much. kids, who is the mother? That has always, well, whatever. This has been debated for years. We know who the mother uh, is. <laughs> <laughs> um, really there's quickly, only one though, lady in the Mario universe. I think it was a really, really good move for Koopalings, because Mario Kart Wii, which was like their big, biggest selling like Mario Kart ever, they had like Funky Kong. Like, who wanted Funky Kong in a Mario Kart game? I always played as Funky Kong. Really? Really? Just Sorry. to annoy people. <laughs> Just, well, that was why. Yeah. yeah. But outside of that, like. Funky Kong. Yeah. This is a, an, or seven characters, like, yeah. announced. That's, That's pretty really cool. cool. I yeah. love that, that they just. It sounds like the roster is going to be huge. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. They got bikes back, too. Oh, the yeah. rosters, to me, don't matter as much as those levels, because, like, it looks like really. Like you had the way you're describing it, especially like Mario Galaxy and Kart. Mm -hmm. Like, just everything is upside down and up. Backwards and crazy, and yeah. no gravity. It's so cool. I yeah. love that idea. They announced release date. Yeah, uh, May thirtieth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just in time for, for E three. Well, <laughs> well, I guess it won't be at E three. Actually, it probably will be. No, we'll, uh, yeah, but we'll be going yeah. to. It's E3. one of those we'll games that we're like, we don't. Yeah, it's a, yeah. that's already out. But it looks yeah. so good. I Can't wait. Yeah. Uh, one of the best-looking upcoming Wii U games is X. Yeah, yeah. Working title. Uh, still Monolith's big game. Um, from you know the people who made Xenoblade Chronicles, some mm -hmm. folks remember that. Mm -hmm. uh, you know it's been called. I mean, Sam, we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, it this. was the best. A lot of people think it's the best RPG of last generation. It's on Wii, so yeah. I think people missed it mm -hmm. a little bit. Yeah. And also, it went out of print right away, mm -hmm. so it was hard. And it also was hard, hard to even get here originally. Because then Project Rain, remember? Mm -hmm. the, oh yeah, Operation Rainfall. Yeah, Operation they were trying Rainfall, to get it yeah. over. Yeah. So uh, this, the combat system they show looks based off of Xenoblade Chronicles a lot. Um, where, you know, Battles Unfold, it was sort of pseudo-MMO-ish, but the battle system in Xenoblade Chronicles is fantastic. Like, it's really, really well executed. Um, and what was cool is that in the middle of the fight, what you can assume is the main character stops fighting, pans the camera around, and there is a huge mech parked right next to it, and he just jumps in and goes to town, starts uh, shooting both little guys and tall monsters alike. Also 2014? Uh, also 2014, yeah. Well, there's a little bit of a lineup going on there then. Yeah. Smash Brothers, Kart, and X. Mm -hmm. Those would be some mm -hmm. good games to have this year. And Bayonetta 2. Oh, yeah. That is... So Bayonetta, the original, was one of my favorite action games of the prior generation. Wow. Like, I thought it was thought it was very, very uh, masterfully done. Really good combat. Um, really cool combos. Really cool unlockable moves. Um, you know, I, I wasn't a huge fan of the art style, but I loved the way it played. Um, so 2 looks fantastic. A uh, lot of uh, what you know, the original game did, but you can see more polish, more variety in animations. Um, the only thing that's a little weird is, you know, Bayonetta is such a sexy, you know, hyper-sexualized character. I don't know if that really meshes with Nintendo. You know, it's a little bizarre, and maybe people have been talking about that forever. There's like a little kid that's a new character in it, too. Oh, yeah, they showed a, a kid that you can assume it looks like a playable character, because um, he's sort of a smaller, uh, what you can assume is a witch or something, whatever fits into that fiction. But, uh, what they showed, like, it's just hyper action crazy. Like, she's riding on what looked like the edge of a tornado, like, dodging things. She creates a huge witch out of her hair to fight another Godzilla witch. Like, it was insane. Do you think it'll be bloody? Like, 
Uh, I don't. I mean, maybe. A lot of monsters kind of magic do. beat them up and beat them. Yeah, like, the E3 demo, like another one monster eats the other, but uh, they don't. They don't really. Not like limb chopping and stuff. Like exactly, that. Yeah, and they don't emphasize the gore too much. I don't think, but it looks really good. Like in the spirit of what the original game did, mm -hmm. and the E3 demo is already fantastic. So I can't wait until they start talking about it more. That one's also confirmed for 2014. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but we don't know. We don't have a window yet. No. Yeah. I would. I would. Um, I would also peg it as a fall game, but uh, I'm still a little concerned for it because the original Bayonetta didn't do so well. Sure. Um, and that was on multiple platforms. This will only be on a Nintendo platform, so it's yeah. kind of you know, unfortunately, the stage is set. Hopefully, people who really are into it will finally jump on board. Hmm. I mean, you got Mario Kart also and Smash this year to keep you at least happy for the most part. Along with any other games that already came out for Wii U, you mm -hmm. know, and we still those count. And NES Remix too. Yeah, and yeah. you know, what? like we don't know anything about E3 and beyond, really. Sure. So we hope yeah. Nintendo will be there, and we're starting to plan our E3 coverage now. So mm. yep, that's all I'll be thinking about for the next five months. Yeah, E3 E3 will be important for them because they're going to show whatever the big NFC near field communication game is. Um, so mm. you know that sensor that's on your Wii U that yep. you don't use, but they're going to come up with some sort of game or thing that's going to be really cool that? for that. Pokemon Rumble, you did use it, but that game is just—it's not the big. It's not—it's not, one it's not a really—it's not a great game. It's a—it's a very kidified like action game. Yeah, yeah. But uh, they didn't really like the play up the collection style. aspect to it. Yeah, the figures they like, have they a actually cool looked nice. Style. I mean, if they did that with a big Pokemon RPG, it would just be yeah. such an out of the ballpark. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or even like just pick all their IPs and like make toys that somehow tie into it. There's a little Zelda like statue at my desk. Imagine if they sold that at Best Buy and. That's how you got virtual console games at retail. Like instead of buying them online, you just bought a figure that you can scan. Mm -hmm. It's a one-time use, and you get your virtual console games for that. Maybe that would build yeah, awareness sure. for people to buy more virtual console games. Like, hey, yeah. these things are out there. Yeah, the New Yorker had an article on Mattel and Toy and Hasbro and toy companies, and they said that the top-selling action figure technically are the Spyro toys wow. on Earth, mm. like more than Barbie and everything. Yeah. But, but they're not classified as action figures or dolls. Or you, toys, you mean the, uh, what, what is that? Skylander's Spyro yeah. toys. Oh, yeah. interesting. Isn't that weird that They've Spyro the Dragon became this thing? Yeah, mm -hmm. sorry. Like, yeah, this, I was like, Spyro's like, yeah, like this old PlayStation yeah. 1 yeah, like, a, a dumpy 3D PlayStation platformer. Yeah, yeah, like that now it's like this toy line that yeah. kids Yeah, what's today. next? Bubsy? I, I know. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Okay, those are all the big updates from the Nintendo Direct today. What do we think? Hmm. We want more Wii U stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, we do. Except, um, except like we were just saying, uh, you know. I'm so happy about NES Remix 2. NES Remix 2, Mario Kart 8, Smash Brothers, X, Bayonetta 2, all these look really great. Yeah, but they're all announced, and uh, yeah. I, it's, it's one of those situations where, like, I guess Nintendo fans or even people in the press are hoping for, okay, what's the next big game announcement, something that we don't see coming. Maybe Hyrule Warriors was that, but mm -hmm. it was also kind of... Yeah, they didn't give us an update. And they didn't yeah. have that at all. Yeah. No, I know for Japan it was scheduled for summer. So I don't know if that means Whoa, us too. Soon. Yeah, that's soon. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, as far it felt like um, this this Nintendo Direct was mostly 3DS heavy and a lot of surprise announcements there. And maybe that's what you're doing in March, April between the wait from you know Donkey Kong in late February. Donkey Kong launches February 21st and May 30th, which is Mario Kart. I mean, mm -hmm. that's a sizable window. And you have NES Remix 2, which don't get me wrong, I don't mm -hmm. want to poo-poo that. Like, that was cool. It's amazing. It, I, I like that game a lot. But it's still not, you know, a lot of digital software, unfortunately. Yeah, they have yeah. some indie stuff in the works, though. And, you know, Shovel Knight, for example, is coming out in oh, yeah. that window. I mean, we didn't even touch on those. So yeah, yeah. Retro City Rampage mm -hmm. is yeah. out now. Yeah, on yeah. 3DS. Yeah, that's already out. Um, 
And uh, you know, there's stuff like Wooden Sensei, Wooden which is Sensei, a Unity-made game cool. um, that's you know okay. But so you know, maybe the indie stuff can help people overcome that gap from you know again like what mid March to mm-hmm. late May. Last year but, we got uh, Fire Emblem then, so it's going to be hard to live up to that. Yeah, we're going to default now. Yeah, and don't forget like uh, Fire Emblem Cross uh, Shimigami Tensei, like no update. We don't know what's going yeah. on with that. That's is that little, even announced for the West? Um, it's announced. Yeah, because it was announced at yeah. the E3 Direct, mm-hmm. and and all they did was show like a logo and like character drawing. So we don't even know what type what type of game it is. Is it an RPG or is it a Fire Emblem game? We don't yeah, know. but I think you're right. The big games matter, and the big games are Smash, which is looking fantastic, Mario Kart 8, which is looking fantastic, X, which looks really good. Yeah. And I'm super hyped for Bayonetta. I don't know about you two, but I I'm there. Couldn't really get into the, the last one, but you know, okay, yeah, I'll check it out. I'm I'm scared of witches. <laughs> I played the last one. I only got a couple chapters in. Yeah, me too. I know people that love it. Yeah. Ryan yeah. Clements loved that game. Yeah, it's really weird, but it, it's such a good game. Um, so I'm hoping the second one looks good for that. good for people who are like great at finding games and combos for sure. Because yeah, I absolutely. remember watching people that were like probably you yeah. who were good at that game, and it's just amazing to watch them. I was not good at that game. So yeah, yeah from where I sit, there's a lot of good games coming to Wii U. A lot of exciting games coming to 3DS. I'm really happy with both of my purchases of both of those me systems. Too. But I still see it, it's just hard for me to see the Wii U sales picking up, you know? Yeah. I don't know what, what it would take. I think Mario Kart is going to move some units. Think so? I, think, I think so. What, I mean, you think they have to do like a pack-in, like a bundle? That, that's Marty's prediction this year. Uh, we had a prediction show on, a, on uh, the NBC podcast, and he said, yeah, I, I think they would do the pack-in. It's a smart move. Just mm-hmm. because. So Mario Kart was like their biggest seller on Wii. It was Isn't like 33 million. Besides Wii Sports, yeah, it came yeah. out yeah. Right, at, right up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, they, they that s- wheel. Yeah, no wheel this time. Now you do that with the gamepad. But uh, I don't know. Like I, I hope um, that will pick up some sales, and I think Smash will as well. At least those are the two big tentpole games. But we'll see. What if know? they made an even bigger wheel for you to put your Wii U controller? <laughs> oh my god! Like, <laughs> like some a bus driver. Yeah, yeah. 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 semi. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I think you're right. There's some really good games coming to 3DS, and you know, there's still really good stuff on Wii U. So. Folks should be and interested. We were, we we're talking about E3. We're already starting to plan our coverage. What do you think Nintendo does for E3 this year? Last year they didn't have a big press conference. We were just yeah. talking about this. Mm-hmm. Jose, yeah. Jose says they're going to do a conference. I think they'll be there. They will do a conference this I year. I think they will be there. I think uh, they need that attention from I, I yeah. think so. USA and Today. And last year, like he oh. made a point earlier, like they didn't, they didn't want to go up against two announcements of systems, but they'd probably want to go up the, for the lineups of those systems this mm-hmm. year, right? Yeah. They probably want to show their games. Yeah, I think up. I think the wow effect of new hardware has sort of worn off like a year in. I mean, don't get me wrong; we'll still be impressed by what a game looks like, but it's not like, oh man, this new system. And that's just my theory that they didn't want to go up against that, and they wanted to do it their own way. And maybe it was just an internal experiment. Like you know, we do these Nintendo Directs; they're almost practically mini E3s in themselves, right? Think about it. Last year through Nintendo Direct, they announced. Uh, the Legend of Zelda: Link Between Worlds. They announced some serious games last year through their own channels. Yep. So you know, maybe it was just an experiment on their part. But I really think they should be there. They should do the big stage thing, you know, and kind of get people excited. I mean, mm-hmm. it's part of what the expectation for E3 is. Like, you don't choose yeah. not Plus to it participate. Made, it makes them seem like they're penny pinching or like hard up. <laughs> Yeah. To not be able to like yeah. run with it, but, but still, their E three presence was still awesome, and they had that cool yeah. little conference just in their booth yeah. last year, yeah. which yeah. was just so awesome. With and uh, their booth was fantastic. Yeah, it always is. So, but those mini presentations, like that's not like put that yeah. on the stage. That looks so I know. much cooler. People should have been able to see that presentation that we saw last year with Miyamoto and Iwata, and everybody was like, uh, "Well, I guess Iwata wasn't there, but Anuma was there, and the Mario yeah. Kart guys." That yeah. was really yeah. cool. Three D World guys were there too. Yeah, yeah. that was great. Mm-hmm. 
All right, before we go today, let's check in with the listeners. They have, uh, they have some ideas on what maybe Nintendo okay. could try doing. Yeah. Some of their ideas might be a little out there, but this comes from Samuel. He says, uh, remember you can always reach us at the email address. NES Remix 3. <laughs> <laughs> always reach us at gamescoop at IGN.com, just like Samuel did. He says, okay, call me crazy. But with the recent Nintendo news about them looking for acquisitions and mergers, mm. would it be crazy if Nintendo were to merge with Disney? Mm. They both serve the same audiences. Doesn't seem bad in my book. What do you think? It would give us a Nintendo theme park. That'd be nice. I don't <laughs> think it would help Nintendo or Disney to do that. So yeah. I don't think they're going to do that. That'd be but really weird. So far, Disney's influence, I know people might disagree with me, but so far, I think Disney's influence on Star Wars, except for canceling 1313, has been positive. And I think getting the movies underway, getting a good director behind them, mm-hmm. going for old talent, those are all great ideas for the movies. Promising CG movies between the live-action movies and then uh, doing a couple other games like that Starfighter, that X-Wing like online game they announced. Like I think those are all great steps mm-hmm. that, that the, the LucasArts kind of franchises were languishing sure. yeah. before they, they picked up that. So How crazy would that be? I don't think that they could do that with Nintendo. That, Nintendo's doing a lot yeah. already. And how crazy would that be? Nintendo, the company that like licensed Disney characters and brought them yeah. to the Hanafuda scene in Japan. Nintendo and, is and, you know, a hundred year mid, plus company. Yeah, 125 years this yeah. year. Their characters, um, too, are like as good as Marvel's and Star Wars, right? Yeah. So And Disney's. So like those are all equivalent character bases, yeah. I think, in recognition. Yeah. yeah. And I think, and I agree with that, but I think that Nintendo, when a merger like that, Nintendo would be just such a smaller part of Disney. Like, I feel like I mean, Disney yeah, is more about movies Marvel, and the toys. Pixar. and Yeah, exactly. And they mm-hmm. have so many different branches. Games, interactive games in that business is not really a huge part of what Disney yeah, does. Although, Disney Infinity. Yeah, and there's a game called Magical World coming out on 3DS that did really well in Japan. I mean, we'll see. Is it a Disney game? Um, uh, I think it's made by Disney Interactive. I had to check. Yeah. But uh, I could be wrong on that. But I know it came out in Japan and did really well. It's like you live in a little Disney world and make character stuff. But I don't think that merger would really make sense. And they've sense. already partnered up a bit, right? They were in, uh, Bowser was in Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Where is Mario? And Wreck-It Ralph is pretty much a of complete course. knockoff of Donkey Kong. So. Yeah, that's right. Of course, there is a proud history of Nintendo films. Mm-hmm. Going back to Super Mario Brothers mm-hmm. and The Wizard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it does sound a little crazy, a little hard to believe. They're not Nintendo isn't like uh, like they're not desperate. No, they're they desperate. have a lot of money that yeah. they're sitting on. Uh, one more question here. This comes from Ben in the UK. He says, "I have an idea. Could help Nintendo push sales of the Wii U. I don't think I've heard anyone talk about it before. What if they let the 3DS replace the functionality of the gamepad? This would let Nintendo sell a version of the Wii U without the gamepad for less, but without sacrificing the touchscreen components of Wii U games." This could also extend into a system like Sony's Remote Play using the 3DS. Surely this could make the Wii U just a little bit more appealing for the larger install base of the 3DS. I would love to hear your opinions on this. But people would still have to buy a 3DS yeah, in addition the, to their The setup's Wii U. expensive. Like yeah, Remote yeah. Play is convenient, but you're spending 400 on a PS4 and roughly 200 on a Vita. Yeah. That's $600 for the same setup that you're sort of getting with a, with a Wii U. But unfortunately, unfortunately, the Wii U is tethered to the system within... 25 feet. I, I definitely get what he's going for, but I think that the the notion of Nintendo dropping the the gamepad from the Wii U is just it, it's way too out there. There's it control is problems the major, too. Yeah, it is the major selling point of the console. It's the one thing you can't that even is play so different. Wii U Remix without it, or a no? Re- they NES patched Remix. it. Well, no, they, they patched it recently, remix? where oh, you okay. can use any controller you want okay. now. But uh, it's a major selling point of the platform, and it's the one thing that makes them different right now from the other two. Mm-hmm. Outside of being, you know, you know, the hardware differences aside, 
you know, that gamepad that comes with it, there are probably unique ideas that they're just working on. They have to figure that out. Nintendo has said they need to uh, you know, make a better, make a point of developing games that make better use of the gamepad, right? Exactly, yeah. I mean, I know that the notion that, yeah, drop the gamepad, it'll be cheaper and then people will buy it. I don't necessarily think that's going to work here. Not I think either. that, um, you know, ultimately you still need that selling point, that thing that's unique. For Wii, it was waggle and it was motion control and it was all that stuff. For this system, it is this controller. Well, I and think also the work, library. They have to figure too. it out. Right. Yeah, and the library as well. I mean, I think if anything, they can, if it, I don't put it past them that they'll drop the, the controller because they made the 2DS. That's just the craziest thing that's ever happened. So yeah. I think um, if that doesn't become this, if they can't make it the selling point, then they just have to make the library the selling point, which really should be the selling point for any console. Sure, but the software should still take advantage of that hardware. And the uh, thing they're struggling does. with is, yeah, how do we just, you know, sort of play with these two screens in tandem in a way that isn't confusing and is, and is fun and is somehow you know, a, a better experience than what you would get with just one screen or yeah. with Xbox Smart Glass or with whatever PS4 does with your iPhone, for example. Did you hear about Donkey Kong's lower screen? No. Black. Yeah, it went, does nothing. I saw it running at your yeah, desk. Yeah, if you're playing on the television, Donkey Kong's, uh, the gamepad screen shuts off and you're just using the controller. So what did I see? I saw it at your desk running on the TV and the... Yeah, it'll run on both up until you start a level. Okay, and then it goes, doop, and So just you drops. can use the menus and stuff when yeah. you're in the main menu. Yeah. And so Nintendo's been talking about they need to have yeah. that sort of software that uses both um, and not just mirrors but does something unique. And uh, it's just unfortunate because from what we know, Donkey Kong has no functionality mm. outside of off-TV play mm. with the gamepad. Mm. Um, and then Smash Brothers, Sakurai has said he's not interested in you know, sort of doing pad. stuff. Yeah, we got quotes from Sakurai last year that was a lot of we're not going for gimmicky stuff with this gamepad, roughly is what he was saying. And then Mario Kart 8, I don't think we've seen what the gamepad's really going to do. And those are three big games this year. I mean, that's been on DS, though, so, I mean, a little map of the course yeah. and stuff. Heard there's a horn there, yeah. too. Hong Kong. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There was a horn, right? Oh, we have seen yeah, it. Yeah, they had a horn on it. I didn't think I would like the gamepad that much uh, when I got the Wii U, but now I can't really imagine, you know, not, not it not being a part of, you know, my Wii U experience. Exactly. I, I don't... That's the controller I use when I play it. Yeah, I and, and to his question, or to his point, um, 3DS would be a cool alternative, but it doesn't have the resolution. It, it, it's yeah. a different it's an analog setup. stick. It's missing two buttons yeah, on the like shoulders. The way it's sort of constructed, it would just be sort of a Frankenstein yeah. at that point. It could make the Wii U cheaper, but then you still have to buy the 3DS. So mm -hmm. yeah. I think it ends up being cheaper for the... 2DS, on the other hand. But you'll have three screens, Damon. All right, I think that's all the scoops we have for you this week. Scoop. Thank you, Jose. Thank Absolutely. you, Sam. Remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com. My name is Damon. This is IGN GameScoop. We're out.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.